Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 67. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We are here each and every week, with the exception of Thanksgiving holiday here in the States, of course, to give you the latest and greatest in the world of social networking. We're going to talk about Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social networking sites. Man, do we have a lot to talk about today. There's a lot on this list, man. There is a lot on this list. So in good fashion, uh, we want to get right into the great stuff. Um, Eric, I'll tell you... There is so much that has gone on since we took the week off that I don't know how we're going to fit it on. But I think the first thing to do is to talk about um, the things that are in our show notes so that we can stay on track. First thing I have on here today is, did you see where President George W. Bush uh, visited and spoke at with Mark Zuckerberg and some other guy uh, (laughs) at Facebook headquarters? Yeah, I heard about this and uh, I actually started watching it this morning. A little bit and it, it's pretty interesting it, that is a great word for it interesting i another word awkward yeah i i mean it i've seen george w bush speak before and i've seen mark zuckerberg speak before and they both have their quirks pers- personalities i'll be nice and um not that i hate them that's don't get that impression <laughs> but it's it, it is interesting to see the two of them interact as well as this third party guy sitting there um, asking questions. And I mean, it's, it's entertaining to a point. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to go back and watch more of it, but I don't know that I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that I, I watched a majority of it until I accidentally closed Firefox thinking that I had it, uh, I had it open in a, a, a Google tab instead of a Firefox window. But, um, but yeah, I, I found it very interesting. One, it was it was very awkward at first because you know Mark has a is he is a socially awkward speaking personality. Uh, George W. Bush isn't the greatest public speaker either. And these two, they were just like it was it was crazy. And of course, you know you got Mark Zuckerberg, blah blah blah. blah you know he's just he's college. You know you think of him as the typical, still as the typical college kid. Oh and yeah, the, and the way he introduces. The the you know the former president of the United States and he's just like sitting down on the couch. So you know we talk to a lot of people and and people who run community large communities and companies and never had a country before. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well, that's all the introduction he needs. So let's get started. And I love that he starts out and saying, "Ah, well, that was no Jay Leto." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sits there for a second awkwardly. He's like, was that was that an insult or was that was he being funny? I don't uh, what. And well, like, I don't watch TV. It, it's hilarious stuff. <laughs> I do, do. You think this legitimizes? I mean, did first of all, did did Facebook need to be legitimized at all anyway? Uh, no. Okay. And do you <laughs> do you think for some people who kind of think Facebook is stupid or whatever the case may be, or um, maybe people who. Uh, like other social networks so much more than Facebook, do you think this in their minds might legitimize Facebook a little bit more to know that a a former president of the United States 
uh, actively uses and now has sat down with the CEO and did this live event? I think it kind of just kind of proves what we've all thought, which is it, Facebook may not be our preferential network, but it's so big. Like he said, I mean, you, he said, you've got the people and I'm trying to sell books. Um, that's kind of, I mean, it's, that's kind of what we do. We, we syndicate stuff there. We even post stuff there occasionally directly. Um, but overall we prefer the agility of Twitter. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to change anybody's minds. I think it just, he, I think George W. Bush gets the same way we get it, that Facebook is good for certain things, but it's not, it's, it's because it's so big, it's not as, well, like I said, agile. Twitter is just like anywhere, everywhere, which Facebook can be too, but I don't know, man. Twitter just is speedy. It's yeah. a flash. <laughs> Yeah, I I, th- I think if anything though, I, I think Facebook is probably going to get a lot more uh, subscribers as a result of that. I I, I, can, I can imagine there are some people that have been holding off, thinking this is just some silly stuff, but I think it will actually add a little bit of credibility to the social network for the people who are not geeky. I could see that. Cool. Hey, I've got a couple uh, sites that I've been uh, checking out. I can't remember. Actually, I do know. Justin Lucas Savage. We had him on here uh, yeah. for an episode talking about LinkedIn. He heard about my, you know, my obsession with Inbox Zero and talking about how, you know, DMs and, and stuff like that, keeping the, you know, keeping my DM inbox to zero. Right. And so he told me about a company or a site called socialoomph.com. That's O-O-M-P-H. Have you heard of this site? I think I had seen it before and I remember, I believe I remember it now because I'm looking at the site and it seems ugly. Uh, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're being a lot more blunt than I was going to be, but yeah. And, which doesn't give me a good first impression to like click sign up now or start using this. It's like, uh, I felt like, you know what? I was the same way. In fact, I, I did sign up for it and, and I'm thinking, man, I don't feel good about this. I feel like I'm in a dark alley somewhere. Right. And 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 I I feel like I'm going to get, you know, a dirty needle or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're going to get a dirty direct message. <laughs> exactly. Something. I I it just feels shady just because of how poorly this site is designed as far as the UI, the look, the feel. Um however, I will say that I, I you know, I trusted the person that told me about it. I trusted Justin and I went in and I I signed on and uh created an account and then I actually went in and uh I um, uh, authorized my Twitter account. Thank you for open authorization. I'm sitting there thinking as well, the worst case scenario here, I just deactivate this thing. Although I will tell you, man, this thing can do some stuff to your account and you got to read some stuff before you do it. For example, it can go in and wipe out everything if you want it to. I mean, Uh. it can go wipe out your public tweets. I mean, it can it can clear out your inbox and all kinds of other stuff. Anyway. Uh, social well, that's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> at least exactly. Well, here here's what I want to say uh, about my own and and uh, Daniel's in our chat room. He says it's it's all right, but it's not it's not great for proper Twitter use. And and yeah, I don't. Here's here's my feelings. Number one, it's number. I, I think probably a feature that's been around with a ton of other services, but obviously social oomph includes this. It's auto uh, DMing your followers. So have you ever followed somebody on Twitter and then like almost immediately you get this li- little, you know, welcome message. Hey, you might also like this. 
It happens more often than it ever should. Yes. And do you, let me ask you, what do you do when you get that? I second guess following the person. And how, and let me ask you percentage wise, how often do you unfollow them as a result of that? Oh, I'm going to go with, uh, because I don't know, I'm going to go with 50, 50 because sometimes I'll say, okay, they're doing that and I don't like it, but I'm going to wait to see if, well, I guess in the past it's happened more than now because more more likely when it happens now, I will literally unfollow the person because mm-hmm. if we've just met or if we, if I've done my due diligence to look into your account before I follow you, which I always try to do, yep. um, if I didn't, it, that would be the thing I wouldn't know you would do. And when you go do that, I have to weigh you doing that direct message against what I, you know, had weighed down on before hitting follow. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Exactly. Uh, here, here's, here's what I can tell people because I, I'm, I'm always thinking about how I use Twitter. And the one thing that I, I recognize is that let's just say I'm following you because you at replied me and you obviously engaged in a conversation based upon something that I said as a public tweet and, or you, you just, you just out of nowhere just came and said, Hey, wow, just found at GSPN. What a great resource for podcasting or whatever the case may be. Chances are if you've, if you've said something public publicly and, and you've announced to your followers that you're following me and, and stuff like that, then chances are that there's a very good chance that I'm going to follow you. And if I f- start following you and I get an auto DM back, I will tell you there it's it, I it is literally 50/50 on whether or not I will unfollow you immediately. Um and and the the thing is is if I do continue to follow you, I'm actually going to send you a DM and say, "Wow, I really don't like D, you know auto DMs. Have you ever considered, you know, what the ramifications of using this are?" And I'll I'll see if we can have a conversation about it. And then uh, here's the other one, though. Let's just say I happen to let's Eric. Let's just say you mentioned somebody on Twitter and said, "Wow, I just found so and so, and this is the most amazing thing. Everybody should follow this person." And then I go and follow that person based upon your recommendation, and I, and then all of a sudden I get that immediate auto DM back. One hundred percent of the time, I will unfollow. It is yeah. there. There is there is nothing. If there is no relationship that I have directly with you at all, then then it is a guarantee. One hundred percent of the time, you auto DM me, DM me back within the first you know ten, fifteen, thirty seconds, even the first three minutes, uh, and it and it seems to not be directly from you and a personal little message. Boom, you're gone. You've just ruined it. Yeah, like if if it's if it's. Hey Eric, thanks for following me. Glad let's connect some, you know, glad to connect with you here. Th- then obviously they handcrafted that because they put the name in, you know. Yes. And, and so matter I don't, of fact, I'm not ticked off at those so much. No, but that's what I'm saying. You know, if 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 you can tell that it's handcrafted, it's the ones that you can just tell. It's like, hey, thanks for the follow. You know, check out my profile over here, or check out my blog, or check out this. It's like, dude, I, I can help you get such and such goals yes. acc- acclimated with. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. So so I guess the, the reason why I share all of that is to say if you're out there on Twitter and you are DMing people as they follow you, uh, make sure that you handcraft a little message. And in fact, click on their profile, get their name, 
get their blog and just, just look at something, dig through a couple layers, and then craft a personal message that can't be mistaken as a quote-unquote auto-DM spam thing. Otherwise, yeah. you'll lose followers. All right, so the other one, uh, another service that it provides is it allows you to auto-follow everyone who follows you. Again, another service I'm not crazy about, but I can see where there's some value in this, especially for big brands. I could see doing it if you were a big brand and following everyone back and then carefully, you know, one week by week or whatever frequency, going in and seeing what the obvious spammers are that you've auto-followed and removing them or blocking them or whatever. Right. So just so you've got that line of communication open with everyone who has followed you. There are a ton of other services that may interest interest some people, but really not me at all. I I, I look through it. The service, I, it, it, by the way, it's an extremely functional site. I mean, it it seems to do a pretty decent job at what it does. Um, overall, I personally am going to rate uh, Social Oomph a three out of ten uh, as far as a web service is concerned. Uh, and it's mostly, to be honest with you, it's mostly due to a very ugly website it's probably one of the ugliest websites that i actually did sign up for and yeah. and, and 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 i would rank it there with myspace it looks like they're gonna i don't know it's it screams what's the word identity theft it does it does <laughs> scream it now the thing is is at the top of the the screen they say hey do you want to be able to follow you know do you want to know who's who you're following but is not following you back click here to followerhub.com also ran by the you know by us so i go over to followerhub.com and it's just as ugly because it's ran by the same people i think it's a tiny bit less ugly <laughs> it's a tiny bit less ugly but it's a four uh, it's not a three yes they moved it up to a four uh, but I went ahead and signed up over there and I tell you, this was very useful to me. Uh, it did help. It actually gave me a list of all the people that I follow and it, and there's a little thing you can put, uh, press that says, okay, only show the people who I follow that are not following me back. And I went in and I immediately weeded out like 30 people. Right. And, uh, I kept a couple celebrity friends that I, I follow, you know, that I just want to keep an eye on what Jimmy Fallon has to say. And, and mm-hmm. I love, uh, CEO Steve or whatever the, <laughs> yeah, I love the that's Apple fun. Steve, but, uh, that, that's funny stuff. So, but anyway, I did, I, I went in and I unfollowed all of those people who I've been following all this time and I didn't realize that they weren't following me anymore. And not only that, but there were three people that I realized were not following me. And I'm like, seriously? What, you know, one of the, one of the three I knew used to follow me and were pretty decent friends. And I'm like, so I wrote him an email and said, Hey, you know, did I do something that, that made you unfollow me? And he wrote back and says, you know, it, it, no, nothing. I can't remember intentionally doing it. He goes, I do happen to remember that you were, you know, you were pushing your webinars a lot. So maybe that might have had something to do with it. Just subconsciously, I might have said, ah, maybe that's a little much or something like that. He goes, but listen, he goes, trust me, I understand that's your business. It's what you do and, and stuff. He says, you know, he goes, I'll follow you back and I'll let you know if there's anything that comes to mind the next time, you know, if, if that decision would ever come about again. Right. And, and so, I, I mean, this for me, these relationships, that's what I love about Twitter is, is that I, I really do have some good relationships. And with this person, this is a relationship that goes back five years. And um, 
and it, and I mean, it's not just that standard. I mean, this is we've had conversations offline. We've you know we're and it's like wow, I, I didn't realize that he wasn't following me. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad to actually have him back as a follower. Uh, and then there were two other people who I follow that I, I, I just thought that they would get an email saying, hey, close follow on you, and they would follow me right back. <clears throat> and I was surprised to see that they hadn't. And one of them says, oh, you know what? I only use Facebook, really. I, I, I kind of just followed, you know, I, I syndicate stuff out to Twitter, but I really only follow people just out of obligation, and I said, "Oh, that's cool." It ended up, it ended up, I guess, out of the obligation. He went and followed me, but, uh, but so he's really just not active on Twitter. And the third person, I haven't heard back from yet. But uh, anyway, it, this was a cool tool. I like this tool. Um, the only thing is, is it's not. It, it it's like runs on a credit system. So obviously, they oh. do. Actually, I like the fact that it has a. They have a monetary. I am not against people making making money on the web. So I think that they provide a valuable service. I think that they should have included that in Social Oomph and maybe kind of made that a part of their premium over there. I don't know why they have a different entire service just for following, you know, follower hub. But um, I did find this very useful. And another thing that it helped me do is it actually showed me a list of all the people I follow. And it gives you like a red little warning sign that says this person has not sent out a tweet in the last 14 days. And uh, every now and then I like to go through and I like to see, you know, the people that I'm following that kind of gave up on Twitter three or four months ago or a year ago. And I want right. to I just want to weed those people out. And it's like, you know what, if you're not there, I I, I don't want to continue to to follow. I want to make sure that I have a manageable number of people that I can follow. So yeah. that's followerhub.com. Again, I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I'd give that a four out of five. Here's what I will say, though, is. um. I ran out of credits because like it, when you click the show me only the people who I follow but don't follow me, there's a little unfollow button so you can do it right from the site. But, and and this is a really crazy thing, but once you get down the list so far, it says, okay, you've ran, a, you know, you've ran out of credits to unfollow, you know, and so I guess you have to buy more credits. I didn't even look to see how much they are. They might be really, really, really cheap and it might make sense. I don't know. But I realized that it still gave me the list and it's got hyperlinks to all the names. And so I just held down my command key and started clicking on every little person's ID and it brings all of them up in a tab. And I just unfollowed them from each individual profile page. Yeah. And so uh, now I need to remember to go into Twitter and deauthorize. So anyway, while you're telling us about the next one, I'm going to go do that right now. Okay, go. All right. Um, well, it's funny that uh, I'm, we're in the chat room and uh, Daniel is in there and he's actually written a couple others. But the one that he told me about a while ago um, is called manageflitter.com. And this is my choice weapon <laughs> for for curating like Twitter followers and followees because it uses open authorization, one. Two, it's a beautiful, well, I wouldn't say beautiful, but it's a good looking site too. Um, and you can sort out your Twitter connections. You can do a lot of what you just said that uh, follower hub can do, but it can do more than that. Basically you can check to see who's not following you back and you can, and you can sort it by that. You can sort it by um, if, if who doesn't have a profile image, you can go and see who is following you. It doesn't have a profile image because I mean, really 
no profile image. That's kind of the first thing you that's that's set up 101 of Twitter. You know, I so, still follow a, a handful. I do too. About but, nine or ten people who are GSPN community members who right. still have no profile image. And and if that's for anonymous sake, anonymizing sake, whatever, um, then that's okay. It but is to a certain extent. Don't tell me you're a, 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 a social media expert and then have a no profile pic. <laughs> so um, you can sort it by inactive. Like I can, I'm in there right now and I clicked inactive and I can see how long ago it's been since their last tweet. And I can scroll down through one month, you know, six months. Why am I following that? You nice. know, so there's, there's a bunch of people in there. There's two months, one month. And so it's like, wait a sec, you haven't tweeted for seven months. Why am I following you? Right. You've, you've, uh, you've obviously given up. I mean, that's not that. I mean, that's a quick judgment, but whatever. It can even sort by talkative or quiet, like on the frequency of tweets or if they tweet very rarely, but have tweeted recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even do it by bio search, like throw in certain um, keywords or whatever into there to see who of your followers or who you're following has certain keywords in their Twitter bio. So I found that really useful. And this is manageflitter.com. Um, yes. Clean up and manage who you follow. Follow who isn't following you back. Or, or find out who isn't following you back. Find out how. Okay. And search inside. So if I click start, connect with Twitter. Is it is it like almost immediate? Yeah, it's 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 not immediate, but it is within a few minutes or more. It's, so it has to go and peruse your account and download some information. Oh, no, no, no. As far as I thought you meant, like once you hit to actually unfollow people, no, it's going to run real quick and then you're ready to go. Wow. Here's somebody that hasn't tweeted in uh, his last tweet is a year ago. And you're following them? Yeah. Yeah. So. So there we go. And by the way, is this all free? This is free and there are no limits or credits or anything. So this is my weapon of choice. I was using Tweepy W. No, sorry, T-W-E-E-P-I. Uh, Daniel mentioned that in the chat room, but he mentioned Manage Flitter to me, and he said he forgot about it. And so I completely switched over. This is the one I use. I don't do it every day. I don't even do it every week. I mean, I, I let it go for a while and then go in and do an assessment, you know, if I'm ready to do that. Right. I like I like this. But, th- but this, is, this is my favorite. Wow, six months ago... Um, yeah, absolutely. I like this. I'm sitting here unfollowing people right now. <laughs> so uh, is, can, so you, can you search by the, oh wait, order list by, mm-hmm. uh, no date, follow date, followed username, followers, time zone. So you can't search it by how long it's been. Like, so the people, how who, long ago? Yeah. Wow. Two years ago. Three, oh my gosh. How am I following these people still? Yeah. Yeah. Unfollow. Okay. Cool. I like this. Thank you. Yeah. So, hey, keep doing that. And I'll, I'll talk about something else that I've done recently in regards to this is I've been a little bit more free on following people and following people back when I get notification that they've followed me. I've turned on the email notifications from Twitter again because a while ago we talked about the see who's also following you or the see who they all see who you and this person 
also follow, like you both follow mutually. And when new Twitter came out, those, those uh, things went away. They're not on Twitter 2.0 or whatever you want to call it, new Twitter. And so, but they moved them into these notification emails. And so I actually now will have set up a rule uh, in Gmail to keep all those and then go and look through them um, periodically, whatever frequency is, is good for you to be able to see, okay, this person followed me and they follow Cliff and they also follow Andy and they also follow Daniel. Okay. So that gives me right there. That's a bunch of credibility that they're also following other people. And then it, it'll show also that they follow, you know, three other people that are following me. So right there, that's that, you know, reinforcement of existing relationship that I look for uh, when I get these tweets. So if, so if I don't know who the person is, but they, for example, do, you know, follow, follow you and they follow say Daniel and they, they follow Andy Traub or whatever, then right there, I know, okay, they're, they're GSPN related somehow in the community. That's a good sign. Then I'll look at the other stuff. Then I'll look at their tweets and I'll say, you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll follow back and see how interacting goes for a while. So, right. I, that's what I've been doing. Very Cause that cool. functionality went away on new Twitter and it's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, it, new Twitter is, I was really excited about new Twitter and I'll tell you what I've, you know, I'm still using new Twitter for, um, for publishing most of the time. Like I just need to quick publish because most, I hate when I forget to close tweet deck, but I'm, I'm back to using tweet deck. Uh, and the reason why is DMS. I don't know about you, but um, I think DMs are completely broken on new Twitter, at least for me. I've been meaning to kind of record like a little YouTube video about it and asking people if they're having this issue. Of course, probably nobody's as obsessive compulsive about their DMs as I am. But uh, one of the things that I specifically recall doing when I first got Osphora was that I remember when it brings in DM conversations back and forth, instead of just showing my, my DM inbox, it would download all of my DMs in and out and put them in the same place. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I hate that. I only want to see my DM inbox. You know, give me a separate tab where I can see what's going out. Yeah, uh, it's treating it less like an inbox and more like a, an SMS chat. Exactly. And I hate that. So I remember, I don't know, I probably spent three, four hours uh, you know, just mindlessly doing, I was doing other things and I think I've talked about this before and I just went in and just deleted everything that I'd ever sent because I wanted these out of there. I wanted to have a, you know, I want to click the direct message tab on, on there and, and, and then go and do it. Well, I guess what happened was, um, that Osphora and these other services only go back to a certain date. And after, after so long, they just don't get DMS beyond a certain point. Well, Twitter still does. And so um, I, I'm getting, you know, I, I got DMs from that I sent back in 2007, 2008, and 2009 still in the system. And I want to get rid of them all. I want to completely delete. And, you know, I had some people tell me, well, you shouldn't do that. You know, that lowers your quote-unquote tweet count. And I actually went in and delete, deleted 30 the other night, and my, my public status of how many tweets I've done didn't change. So, oh, at least. yeah, that's interesting. I've, I've seen it more when I've, it, ones I've sent out, I think. Yeah. These are, these are all ones I've sent out. Yeah. Maybe they've changed that. Maybe it's literal tweets, not direct messages. Cause that never made sense to me why a direct message would be part of your tweet count. So here, here's the deal. While we're talking, um, I'm at my tweets right now. I'm going to confirm this again. 
I am at uh, 11,861. So I'm just going to remember 861. And I'm going to go in here and click on my messages. Do, do you have another story why I click and delete about 15 or so messages? All right. Let me go here. Let me, we'll, we'll skip those. Okay. Let me talk about this real quick. Gowalla, this is brand new. Uh, you you know, Gowalla, the one we never talk about. We've talked about Foursquare briefly and we hardly do that at all. Gowalla has integrated with Foursquare. Oh, really? Yeah. So what happened was, is uh, Gowalla, if you, if you download their app and go into it and use it on whatever mobile device you've got, they updated it this morning and I already played with it some and it looks pretty cool. Uh, to be honest, Gowalla is the one that a lot of people, it's almost been like the, the, the apple of these geolocations things. It's small, it's niche, it looks very pretty and it's done well, but not a lot of people are using it, but they've just integrated to where you can now share out your stuff to, which it already could, to Twitter and Facebook but now you can also share out your check-ins over to Foursquare. So you don't need to use Foursquare to get the benefit of it, as well as you can share over to Facebook places. So you could use Gowalla's app if you're doing the Facebook places deals. Nice. And in the meantime, continue to check. If you check in with Gowalla, they're doing like a 2015, whatever days of Christmas right now, yeah. um, where you check in at certain places. Well, it doesn't tell you where. So it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot, but uh, you uh, check in with Gowalla and they have different things that you can win on each of those days. Kind of like the, uh, Oh, what's the thing with the Christmas box where you open up and see what's inside each day before Christmas. And I can't remember what it is. I'm, I don't do that, but yeah, it's kind of like that where you check in each of these days and there's a different prize there and uh, they're giving them away. Like today is, iPod shuffles. So very cool. But anyway, it's, it's interesting because this is not like an official, I, I assume what happened here is Gowalla used Foursquare's API and set this up. And I don't know that Foursquare allowed it because there's not any Foursquare integration back to Gowalla. So hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see how this works, but it's, it's, it's interesting and I'm going to be trying it out. I mean, I've been doing some, you know, Foursquare and Facebook places stuff, but no Gowalla stuff. I'm going to try using Gowalla for a few days and not the other two, but still, you know, do the sharing out to those and see how it looks. Very cool. I, you know, I'm still not using Foursquare or Gowalla. I never did get into Gowalla. I, I just thought it was it was just too much more. Uh, right. Foursquare, you know, I tried it for a while and kind of left it. Facebook Places, um, I started using with the Chipotle deal, and uh, I find myself occasionally, I'll, I'll just check in at a place. I, yeah. I, I don't know why, but I... I've some, seen you do it. I'm just bored, and I'm like, eh, check in. Okay. So, I was on vacation down, I think, at the Biltmore Estate or something like that, and I might have checked in there, and might have checked in at the Mellow Mushroom, I'm not quite sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, so I find myself checking in, even though I'm not getting a deal. Although, um, you know, I, I like the, the, the deals thing. Now, by the way, I just finished, I, I probably just deleted about 40 different direct messages all sent back in 2009. And I, and I made sure to actually reload Twitter. So I'm actually closing the tab right now and I'm, oh, I'm reloading Twitter to my profile and it says my tweets are still 11,861. 
So it's exactly what it was before. So okay. no, if you delete your your outgoing tweets, um, it does not delete your or lower your your tweet count. What was that number again? Eleven thousand eight sixty one. Oh my gosh, I caught up to you. Yeah, what are you at? I'm at eleven thousand thirty three. Oh, only seven hundred. And this is my second Twitter account. <laughs> That's funny. That's very strange. <laughs> You've been tweeting a lot. I have been tweeting a lot. Sorry. All right, so what else do we have on here? Um, you know, I was going to share something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, do we want to talk about uh, Seth Godin and why he's not on Twitter? Go for it. You know, uh, by the way, th- this is there's a lot of people who, you know, you, they say, ah, Twitter's just not for me. And I, I think sometimes they just don't see the value in it. And I'll tell you, for the very first time, I've heard somebody share why they don't use Twitter, and I'm okay with it. It's a good one. I like this. So listen to this. Why are you not on Twitter? Everybody is asking. When I do at Seth Godin, at Seth Godin, sorry, you know, they're like, oh, but it's not Seth. So, so get him on Twitter, get him on Sysmic. Uh, why are you not a fan of social software? I'm a huge fan of social software. I think that uh, Twitter is the bomb. I think Facebook is wonderful, but they're not for me. Why not? Well, there are a couple of reasons. The first biggest reason is, as I wrote in the dip, being the best in the world at something is extremely valuable. Being fifth best is not very valuable. Wait, 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 hold on. Why? I love that sentence from you. You want to do anything you do, you have to be the best, the best in the world. Like you can't stand for something, you know, which is crap, right? Or average. Yeah, well, you went out to buy a video camera, right? You could have bought any $2,000 video camera you wanted. So the world was $2,000 video cameras. Which one are you going to buy? The best $2,000 video camera or the fifth best $2,000 video camera? The best one. Right? That the simplest. Is, you know, well, but, right, but that in any category. You want a baker, you go yeah. to Poulain. You go to Rudisher's Medi for the bread, on, uh, right, for, from Poulain, because it's the best. Right. You're not going to stop one block away for a third best one. You're going to bake the best. So the world doesn't mean the whole world. It just means your world right now. So I am the best in the world at being me. I am the best in the world at having a marketing blog, at least today not forever. I'm the best in the world at writing the kind of book I write. If I started using Twitter, I would have to stop being the best in the world at those things because I'd have no time. And I wouldn't be the best in the world at using Twitter either because there are people who are way better at it. Chris Brogan is way better at using Twitter than I will because ever it, be. Because you're late, you think? You cannot I'm, catch up? I'm late and he's got a knack for it and I don't. I would have to work too hard and I'm too insecure and it would mess me up and I'd, I'm a workaholic in, in, in remission so I'd really have to just like work hard not to do it wrong. But your blog posts are almost tweets. They're like two free lines, right? Fine, but that's, you know... I, I'm trying hard. I picked my thing. And I'm good at that. And I enjoy being good at it. And I try to get better at it. But if I said, oh, no, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this and I know how to bake and I can do this and I can do this. All of a sudden, I'm a wandering generality instead of a meaningful specific. And so my message to people is, if you want to be the best in the world at using Twitter to talk about uh, Olympic decathlon, go do that. But don't tell me that I have to go be mediocre at it just because you want to tweet with me. I'm really accessible. When people write me email, I write back. Every single person in the world who's ever written me an email, I write really? back. Wow. Because yeah. I like How not... How many do you get every day? Hundreds and hundreds. And, and I'm you happy reply to, write to all of them? Yeah. Wow. Because I like non-anonymous, direct, private communication. It works for me. It doesn't work for me to have anonymous people yelling at me. I'm just not interested. Mm. So I'm hearing from people. I'm interacting. I'm learning from them. I am not saying I'm not interested in what these people have to say. All I'm saying is, 
I have no staff. I am who I am. I'm not telling you how to do what you do. Let me do my thing. Well, keep doing it, Seth. Thank you so I much really for this time. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. That, that is, just blew my mind. That's why Seth <laughs> is not on Twitter. Hey, you know, the, the thing is, is I still think he's missing a very valuable marketing opportunity for his books and for his other things. It's not that he has to be the best at it, but I totally get where he's coming from. And I love that he says, listen, you know, I just decided uh, that's not that's not where I'm going to be. You know, I'm accessible and I do know he does respond to every email and uh, I admire him for that. I do think he's I think he's making a, a he, it, there's a lot of opportunity cost there. That he's missing out on. Oh yeah, so I, I think that's that's the big thing. But you know, and it, yet he writes all the books. So yeah, I'd almost make that swap right now. Yeah, Ray in the chat room says I I get his point, but I'm not buying it. And I get his point. It's probably the best I've heard. At least he gets Twitter in a way, but I think he's missing it as well. So anyway, hey, we this is a free episode. If you guys want an episode of Social Media Serenity every week. Go to gspn.tv slash plus. Eric, until next time, let's say uh, join the community or something. Join, of, <laughs> join the community. I'm out of music ah, and I got to run and go take my kids to school. All right. We'll talk to you later, Eric. Bye.